Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Monday, everyone. I hope that you are excited about this new week, that you're excited about your life, that you're full of optimism and anticipation. Now, why do I say that? Because our present topic is hope. And if you don't feel hopeful, you've tuned into the right program because we're talking about hope. In fact, we're talking about faith, hope, and love, the three greatest things that we can possess in life. And we are presently talking about this second one, hope. And hope is what brings us our excitement, our optimism, our joy. The dictionary tells us that hope is a steady, confident expectation that things are going to get better. And if you are filled with hope, then you're filled with joy. You're filled with rejoicing. 1 Thessalonians 1.3 tells us that we are inspired by hope. Romans 12.12 says that we rejoice in hope. Proverbs 10.28 says the hope of the righteous is gladness. Romans 15 and 13 tells us that joy and peace spring from hope and that we overflow with hope. We bubble over with hope. We were saying last Friday that hope is the fizz of life. It's the effervescence of life. If you don't have hope, then just as a soft drink would go flat, Your life is flat. There's no joy or excitement in it. So it's very important for our well-being that we're filled with hope. Now, we saw that hope springs from our faith. If you just have hope within yourself in what you think you can do and what you can accomplish, well, then it can be a false hope. But when we know God, when we know His power, and we are exercising our faith, then our hope is grounded. And we have what Hebrews 11.1 says. We have the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. This is what God wants to bring about in our life. Now we saw that hope is described as a helmet in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 8. And that we're to put on this helmet of hope. A helmet protects our head. Our hope protects our mind. Hope is a state of mind. It's a way of thinking. It's a way of interpreting the circumstances around you. Now, these attitudes must be informed and protected by hope. If that's not the case, then the bombardment of circumstances and the words and the comments that people say towards us will cause us to be up and down and tossed to and fro, like a cork bobbing in the ocean. Is that how your emotions are? One day you're happy and you're excited because something good has happened in your life, but the next day when you go through a hard time, you're down. You're down in the dumps and you can't pull yourself out. No one should be on this kind of roller coaster. We can find some solid ground. We can be protected from this. See, the enemy wants to throw all these things at us, throw it at our head, throw it at our mind, so that it will daze us, so it will knock us out. You see, Satan's desire is to knock you out of life, knock you off your pace. He wants to knock the hope out of you. 
But I tell you, when you have faith in God, it will bring forth a hope that is steady even through difficult circumstances. You see, we don't lose our joy because of the circumstances. We lose our hope and joy because we believe Satan's lie. You see, he wants to get into your mind and interpret the circumstances that you're going through in a particular way. He wants to put his spin on it. Now, if you've listened to any political programs after a speech, the spin doctors will come out. These are the people from that particular politician's camp who want to put a good spin on the words that have been spoken. So particularly after a debate, these spin doctors will come out and begin to interpret what was said in the debate in light of what they want you to believe. So if you're wise, you'll be very suspect of these commentators when they put their spin on things. But many times we don't realize when we're going through life that we have an enemy of our soul. And when you go through a certain situation, Satan will get into your mind and try to put a spin on what has happened to get you to be discouraged, to lose hope. What does he say to us? Satan will take different tacks with you depending on where your weakness may be. If you have doubts about God, well then he will put a spin on every circumstance to tell you, see, God doesn't exist. Why would God allow this to happen if he existed? And so he'll put a spin on the things in your life that if you believe it, it'll ultimately bring you to a despair. I mean, Satan never tells you something that the end result of it is joy, peace, confidence, and optimism. He always puts a negative spin on it to bring you down. So he'll take this tactic that God is not fair and that he doesn't care about you. Or if that doesn't work, he'll put another spin on it. He'll tell you that God does care for you and does love you, but he's forsaken you. I mean, he doesn't really want to forsake you. It's like a captain forsaking a ship that's sinking. I mean, he'd rather not, but because of the dire situation that you've gotten yourself in, that God has no choice but just to forsake you. All of this is a lie because the Bible tells us that God will never leave us or forsake us, that he's with us constantly and always. So don't believe that lie. When that comes in, let the helmet of hope protect you. And then he'll tell you this, that no good can come out of this situation. How many people wallow in despair because something has happened to them and Satan will say, nothing good can come out of this. You have been irreparably damaged as a result of what has happened to you. And you'll get lower and lower. You begin to feel bitter. You begin to feel resentful. You begin to replay in your mind that which was done towards you and you sink into this quagmire. Listen, let the helmet of hope protect you from this. You need to think differently. You need to let God and his truth interpret the things that you're going through. The scripture tells us that God works all things together for good to those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. 
There is nothing that's happened to you, but that God can't turn it for good. I'm not saying that everything that happens to you is good. I'm saying that God will work it for good. He'll turn it to good. He'll bring good out of a bad situation. And that's another thing Satan will say to you. He'll tell you there's no solution to this. I mean, there's no way out of this. But God is a miracle-working God. He does the impossible. Don't allow your mind to be pulled down by Satan's lies. Have hope. Have hope in God. Believe that what God has said is going to come about. He can change situations. Every setback, every failure, every lost friendship, all of these things God can work together for good if we just trust him and turn ourselves over to his purposes. It's not the circumstance that causes us to come to despair. It's how we interpret the circumstance that causes us to come to despair. We all are going to go through times of trouble. I mean, it's just going to happen. There's a good verse in Hosea chapter 2 and verse 15. It says, In the valley of Achor, I have made a door of hope. In the valley of Achor, I have made a door of hope. Now, what was the valley of Achor? That was the place where Achan was stoned. He was the man in the Bible who took the Babylonian garments when Israel was conquering Jericho. But God had told them, don't touch any of these things. Don't take any of the goods of the city. But he ignored the command. And as a result, he was stoned in this valley of Achor. The word Achor means trouble. So listen, whenever we get ourselves into a situation, perhaps like Achan, we are suffering the consequences of our own actions and we have gotten into a lot of trouble. But this verse says, in the valley of Achor, I have made a door of hope. Even in the situations when you are suffering the consequences of your own sin and there is trouble being piled upon your head, the Bible says there is a door in that valley. There is a way out and the way out is hope. Listen, God is a God of the second chance. He lets us start over again. Because of what Christ did on the cross, he allows our sins to be forgiven. Now, in the case of Achan, he lived in the Old Testament and he was stoned there. But for us, when we are suffering the consequences of our sin, there is a door of hope. We can turn to Christ. We can surrender to him. We can humble ourselves and say, God, forgive me. I am sorry for what I've done. Change me. And what the Lord does, he gives us a new start. He gives us a new life. And all those negative consequences, all those things that were meant for evil against us, again, Romans 8.28 says that he'll begin to turn it for good. Once we surrender to God, he takes our entire life and he begins to rework it. And those things that we thought were our end, and those things that we thought we could never change, and will never get out from under the consequence, God takes us step by step through the door of hope, and leads us back into his will for our life. You know, there may be someone listening to me today, and, and this is really speaking to you. You're down, you're discouraged, you feel like you've made a mess of your life, and you really don't know what to do. You feel boxed in. You've tried different things, but 
that doesn't seem to have helped and you really feel that your life is hopeless, I'm here to tell you something. There is a door out of your situation. Jesus said so long ago, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He is the answer to every situation. And if you will put your faith in God and trust Him and begin to get into His Word and find people that will help you through that door of hope, that's one of the most important things you can do. It's not burying your head in your hand and just sort of praying a pitiful, but it's finding people that love God, that are happy, that are confident, that are optimistic, that have hope. When you get around those people, it'll lift you up. It will encourage you. God desires life to be characterized by hope and joy. Well, our time is gone. We'll continue tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.